0: 706. You have exactly 8 hours and 54 minutes to ponder the error of your ways. Any questions? Yeah. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? A brain. Welcome back, listeners, a to a new episode a of, of Matt Goes a to the rebel. Movies. You've rebel. seen the title of this episode. You hear the trailer in the background. Today, I am here to talk about The Breakfast Club. Not just in terms of the movie, but also in terms of what this movie has meant to me over the years. And an experience I've recently had with this movie that I never had before. It will be a different episode. I hope you like it because it is very different than what I have done in the past. Now, from the moment I saw The Breakfast Club for the very first time, I knew that this would be my favorite movie of all time. It really spoke to me back then. It still speaks to me every single time I watch it. And quite recently, I watch this movie minimum once a year for the last 25 years of my life. And. It never loses any meaning on me whatsoever. But recently I had a chance to experience this movie in a much different way. And it only further solidified my stance on this movie. So what I mean by that is, and just, you know, out of respect or whatever we'll call it, uh, I'm going to leave the person's name uh, out of this uh, episode. but. Um, I was with my girlfriend at the time, and she had surprised me one evening with, hey, uh, we're going to go out, wouldn't tell me what was going on. And, you know, just we're going to do something. Just trust me, Uh, get ready. And, you know, um, I'll drive out there. Okay, fine. Um, Lo and behold, where, you know, we live, the area around there, Uh, We're going towards the downtown area. I see a whole bunch of cars and I see a stage set up and I think, Oh, cool. Um, You know, we're going to some sort of outside local concert, which uh, again, going to be a different episode. I'll I'll let you listeners in. I I sometimes have a very hard time dealing with, Um, I don't necessarily do well um, out in spaces with a lot of people. Now, once I'm there and I get, you know, at the venue, if I'm with friends, or in this case, you know, if I, um, being there uh, with my girlfriend, I start to settle down. My anxiety loosens up, and I have a good time. So, I was like, "Oh, great! Um, let's just see who this, you know, local band is, and this should be fun." Uh, little did I know that we did not pull in to the lot with the band. We kept going down the street and pulled into a different lot. And inside that lot, there was a giant screen set up and we pull into the lot. She scans her QR code. We pull up to the parking spot and she tells me that we are there to see the breakfast club. And the reason we were there to see the breakfast club is because in our time talking and getting to know each other, it's um, still a fairly new relationship um, that we have together She knows that this is my favorite movie and wanted to surprise me, which is an incredibly kind gesture. And like I said, just further solidifies my thoughts about this movie. Now, if you've never seen The Breakfast Club, shame on you. Um, You you really should see it. I I, again, this is my favorite movie of all time. Um, Nothing has even come close ever. To surpassing this movie for me in in terms of what it means to my life and the message that I think it sends. So if you've never seen it, you can stream it on Peacock with a premium subscription. For $4.99 a month to get Peacock, this movie is worth it alone or just rent it off a streaming service. Or you can usually find it incredibly cheap now on Blu-ray and just have this movie as part of your collection. And the story of The Breakfast Club, if you have seen it, sorry that you already know this. If you haven't, here's the story. It's five high school students from different walks of life endure a Saturday detention under a power-hungry power principle, uh, the desperate group includes, like you heard in the trailer, a rebel, a princess, an outcast, a brain, and an athlete, the jock. Each one has a chance to tell their story, making the others see them a little differently. And when the day ends, they question whether school will ever be the same. And not only do they question if school ever be the same, I questioned if I ever thought about anything the same again. This was the movie that really made me stop and think about what type of person I want to try and be. And I am not perfect at all. I still have a long ways to go to continue to try and better myself and be somebody that hopefully people respect um, and know that I always want what's best for everybody around me that's involved with my life. So uh, this movie helped me think about how I wanted to treat people and how I think, you know, especially in this day and age, what I love about this movie is you can watch it in any era. You can watch it at any age and no matter what time period you are in, this movie's message, I think, rings true every single time. And in a time right now when there's so many things wanting to tell us that we are so much different from each other and everything is so divided, I can't help but always think about how we are so much closer than they actually want us to believe. And if we all just took a second to really think about that, a lot of things could change. And, you know, for me, one of the things about this podcast is I've mentioned it many, many times. But if you're a continued listener to the show, you know that I do a lot of episodes with Harrison, who runs the Basement Bench podcast, who I've never met in my entire life. Never once. Don't know if I ever will uh meet this guy we've done you know video chats and things like that so like we've seen each other but we've never physically been in the same place at the same time because we live in different states but at this point in my life i consider harrison a friend of mine because of a podcast and because of our love for movies another person who's helped me with this show tremendously rob i met through working at the same company And we developed a friendship because of movies. And, you know, no matter what other differences we have in life, depending, I don't think Rob and I have a lot if he's listening to this episode, but we all come together over movies. And I think we can look at that from all walks of life and say, Geez, we have more in common than we actually think think about when you go to a concert whether or not it's a rock concert a country concert jazz whatever it may be how many people are there you know i've gone to a dist- uh, disturb concert with Breaking benjamin and you know there's 10,000 people there 90% of i have probably never seen in my life Or I will never see in my life again, but we are all there because of one reason, because of a love for music, because of a love for the band that's there. And in that moment, think about the fact of everybody's having a good time. There's not anything else except for your mutual love of what's going on. You can relate that to sporting events. I live in Buffalo. Back when the Buffalo Sabres were good, it feels like half a century ago. Now it hasn't been that long. But when the Sabres were two years running one of the best teams in the NHL, I was in the party in the plaza for... Chris Drury's goal to send a game into overtime, and Max Finneganoff's goal to win the game in overtime. And complete strangers downtown hugging, high fiving, screaming, buying each other drinks. Nobody was an enemy that night. Everybody was a friend, even if you didn't know them. And that's what this movie does. There are so many just powerful, relatable scenes that you can apply to everyday life and the reason i'm talking about it in the terms of i went out to see this movie as a surprise is because of the fact that the relationship that i am in right now there was absolutely probably and if she listens to this maybe she gets a little upset about this but i hope she understands the meaning behind it there was absolutely no reason for us to actually ever, I don't know, find each other. Really? Um, he just at the time probably didn't know each other really from a hole in the wall, but there was just, you know, there was something there. And that's the thing, regardless of what you think, you know, about a person, what I thought I knew about her, what she maybe potentially thought, She knew about me. I still don't know that um, before we got together. But there was one, you know, all it takes is one common denominator to see somebody in a different light. She did that for me. She's been awesome. And just one of the most like caring, funny Coolest people I, I I've ever met in my life, a super strong, independent woman who I respect and I admire, and am really honored and proud to to be with. Um, I I hope I can make her feel the same as we continue our journey. But, you know, with the Breakfast Club, you can get so many emotions. You can laugh. You can cry. You can be angry. Um, at the screen because of some scenes how these guys treat each other <laughs> you can stop and take a deep reflection look as to maybe some of the things that have happened to some of these people have happened in your own life and how it affected you or how you let it affect your behavior towards somebody else and not considering what they have going on in their life that's one of the other things of this movie is, You know, nobody in this group considers what the other person is going through, what life is like for them. You know, they think, oh, the brain, it's so easy. He's so smart at school, but not understanding the pressure that he has to constantly be perfect and not screw up. And if he does, he doesn't know how to handle it. You know, he considers committing suicide in this movie because he got an F in clap. There is John Bender who everybody, you know, the other students think, Oh, he's so cool. You know? Oh, he's so cool. Um, he cares. Well, that he's so cool, but like, he's a loser. He doesn't matter. You know, he doesn't care about anything. This guy does care. He comes from a home where his dad puts, a cigar out on his arm for spilling paint in the garage, which is a hugely powerful scene. Um, and he just wants to be able to be heard. You have Andrew Clark, who's played by Emilio Estevez, and he is the jock and he's part of the, re- the captain of the wrestling team and gets special treatment. But again, the immense pressure that's put on him by his father to be the best and cut up in school and make fun of people who are weak, where he wishes his knee would blow out. So his father just forgets about him. You have Claire um, who the, you know, the princess of the school and he, you know, John Bender in there even says, oh, this school would probably shut down if you didn't show up. But again, she's torn between her parents because they use her as a means to feel like they're in control of the household and the relationship, which puts an enormous amount of pressure on her. And she doesn't know how to act or, you know, if she really is friends with the people that she's friends with. It's just an all around amazing, amazing cast and message just i moved every single time i watched this movie the last time that i saw this when i was surprised when i was surprised at this outdoor showing which was just so cool not only because it was like the breakfast club but it was just so cool to just like be in the back of the car um tail you know um tailgate up so to speak sitting um couple of blankets and 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 just watching this movie outside was one of the coolest experiences um, ever. And I've been to Endgame opening night with strangers, high-fiving, clapping, cheering, uh, hugging each other. Um, This was truly really, really special. And it was the most that I've ever been moved by this movie because as I was watching it and as I was thinking about how this movie still affects me to this day, I was thinking about this person next to me who has affected me in a unique and absolutely fantastic way in my life and has certainly helped me continue on the path that I hope I am on that people see to be a good person. So, you know, if she does listen to this episode, I don't know, Um, but she has been an incredible part of my life um in the early stages that it has been but i am super thankful for it and super appreciative of this experience so again this is a much different episode not really talking about the movie so much and you know scenes or whatnot But I would like to take a couple of minutes to talk about some of the scenes in this movie as spoilers if you haven't seen it. So, you know, I apologize. Maybe pause this episode if you haven't seen it because there are going to be some spoilers here. Um, So one scene that I absolutely love is just the detention where they're in detention, but where John Bender is. Talking with the principal, and he just keeps hitting day after day after day of detention, uh the principal Richard Vernon, who just says, "You want another one? You've got one more right there. You're not careful. I got you for the rest of your natural born life, and then he gives him the old "Don't mess with the bull. you'll get the horns, the cheesiest line ever, like just incredibly funny, and you know, you can see Bender acts like he doesn't care. But after he leaves, you can tell that he does care. And there's a struggle there of do I want, you know, do I really want this image? Is this what I want to keep doing? But he doesn't know anything else because the kids in the room with him, the other classmates, you know, at the beginning think less of him. They tell him, you know, you don't even count. You don't matter. If you disappeared, it it wouldn't do anything. You know, that scene is. It's funny. And then there's the emotional tug on it. There is the scene where they actually are all smoking a joint together and they're laughing and dancing. And it's just, again, that's the ebbs and flow of this movie where it can in one moment, have you laughing at the jokes um, that are in this movie. And then the very next bit of dialogue has you just stopping and deeply thinking about how this can relate to you or how this is affecting the character. It it is one of the best examples of knowing how to change your tones at the right time in a movie I have ever seen because it always, always hits for me. Again, my favorite movie of all time. I cannot imagine anything will ever, ever, take the breakfast club's place on my top list so that's really going to be it for this episode i don't want to just continue to ramble on about you know anything else that goes on this movie so what i'll leave you with is if you haven't seen this movie again check it out if you subscribe to peacock you can watch it right now on your streaming service if you don't you can find it for about five bucks on Blu-ray actually at like Best Buy or maybe even Amazon right now um, or stream it off. One of the services that you have on your television where it just, you know, Google play or something like that where you can stream this movie. If you've never watched it, pay a couple of bucks, check it out. I don't think you'll be disappointed. And if it's been a little while since you've seen it, pop it in again, because like I said, I think at any point in time, you you can watch this movie. You can relate it to the time that we're in, and you can relate it to a time in your life, and maybe reflect on something that you want to think about again. So, listeners, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Um, it has been a little different, more of just a personal story for me. So, I appreciate you taking time to to let me do this and listening to this episode. You know, one thing that really helps is. Head over to podchaser.com and review any of the episodes, the show as a whole, or any individual episode. So with podchaser.com, it's basically you know just a giant site to review podcasts, which really helps. I, I always appreciate the feedback. Even if you know you can give uh, an episode of the show up to five stars. Even if an episode that you review, you don't think it's five stars. I absolutely love the feedback on any episode, on any rating. It's super cool. And with that rating right now on podchaser.com, one really cool thing that I want to talk about before I close out this show is thanks to Map360 Collective, I have an opportunity to give away Five free copies of Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins on Blu-ray or five digital copies. Now, the way that you're entered to get one of those copies for listeners is to go to Podchaser.com. Review any episode or the show as a whole, and you'll be entered into the drawing. Once your name is drawn, I'll contact you by email And I will send out those. If you prefer it on Blu-ray, I'll get it to you on Blu-ray. If you prefer a digital download code, you can get that digital download code. So, once again, going to PodChaser.com will get you entered to win a copy of the action-packed adventure Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins, which is out now on Blu-ray in 4K Ultra HD, which many people hail as the best G.I. Joe movie yet as the iconic hero, Snake Eyes, rises to become the ultimate warrior in the battle against Cobra. When you have this movie on Blu-ray or 4K Ultra HD, you get thrilling special features, a bonus short film, deleted scenes, and much, much more. It is available at participating retailers, rated PG-13 for Paramount Pictures, but review the show, get yourself a free copy, Thank you for listening. Until next time, this has been another episode of Matt Goes to the Movies.